Happy Friday and welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr., reporting to you live from the Workhorse HQ in Edmonds, Washington. We pull harder together. Listen, I'm so excited about today's conversation, but before we get there, I want to say thank you to all of our new listeners. Maybe this is your first time or one of your few first times tuning in to the podcast. Thank you so much. I ask that you subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on. And of course, to our dream team, our returning listeners, those of you all who make this podcast possible week by week, thank you so much for your continued support as well. Please continue to share the good name and the good word of the Between the Dream podcast. So as you know, or maybe you don't, we are covering my seventh book, The 31 Days of Power, A Simplified Approach to Everyday Mental Health during this month of May because May is Mental Health Awareness Month. With that being said, today, I actually wanted to um, just go over a conversation that I thought was really important uh, from yesterday. And while it is geared towards helping men and their emotions, ladies, stay tuned, because I believe that this is something that you all can definitely take as well when it comes to the men in your life, um, whether you are married to one, dating one, or maybe you have one that you are raising up, you know, your son, um, nephews, whatever it might be. I feel like this conversation is important for everybody in this walk. And it's going to be quick and brief, but for day 27, the original uh, piece last year was called Unpopular Facts About Men and Emotions. And then I changed it up just a tad bit once we got the book rolling and I called it Men, Their Emotions and Their Mental Health. So same conversation just two different titles. But at the end of the day, today we're talking about men, their emotions, and their mental health. And these are, to a degree, unpopular um, opinions, or I call them facts because I I just personally believe that they're facts, right? Argue with your mama, not me. But I I think it's something that we need to talk about, right? So I just want to go through these and I want to speak some power and some life to you know, our men, but then also those of you all connected to our men. And the first piece I want to give you all is this. You don't have to live detached, right? And I think this is important because what we tend to see is that men have traditionally been raised to remain detached from their emotions and their vulnerability, right? I know myself for a long period of time I had, and, and for each man is different, right? For some, it is the upbringing generationally with maybe the men who came up before them. And I'll use myself as an example, right? Like I know my dad and definitely my granddad, you know, they came up in two totally different eras from me to where, you know, my dad learned the emotional aspect a little more as he got older. But my granddad, you know, he kind of, you know, he grew up in an era in a space and he poured it into my father and my other uncles as well, where it was about provision, right? They were literal providers. And emotionally, there wasn't really a space to express um, or to get, you know, feelings off their chest or whatever the case might be, right? And so I know this is a, a big traditional feat when it comes to men is is being raised detached from emotions and being vulnerable but we need to change this right so my first unpopular fact that i want to give you is that you don't have to live detached right as men we must understand that we can't find wholeness while being detached we're not going to be able to do this thing called life on a grand scale or at our best selves or peak if we are living detached the next thing that i want to give you all is this idea that says that your feelings don't make you soft 
right? You are human, which means that you aren't exempt from feeling. It's in our DNA and it's normal. I know this is a big thing that has been placed on men for so long. I remember um, experience-wise, like being in, in, in middle school or middle school, as y'all would call it, we called it grammar school, and even in high school, and I remember, man, look, I, I was in relationships after relationships after relationships, right? And for me, I know that, like, I fell in love easy back then, so, like, judge me, fine, whatever, but, you know, that's what it was. I've grown up as a hopeless romantic. I blame Hallmark for this, putting all these movies together and making your boy feel all the small town love. So, with that being said, though, I know for me, every time I mention the word love when it came to a relationship... Uh, my guy friends would, oh man, you lo you love her, you must be gay, you love a girl, you gay, right? Or you soft. Those were the two big pieces, components that I heard, right? The labels that were put on during that time. This feeling of love making me soft, or in their words, sometimes gay. And so I thought that this was really interesting as we do this breakdown, though, because that's just one example of you know greater feelings right so you could be feeling sadness and be like oh you soft or you must be weak or you're feeling happy oh you you expressing a little bit too much joy there my guy like whatever it might be feelings do not make you soft whether these feelings come through moments of joy and excitement or these are feelings that come through moments of trauma trial and tribulation Right. I know for a lot of men, one of the things that we tend to see is that, you know, when it comes to expressing emotions, it might happen to to them when it comes to like a death that was monumental or maybe a manly sporting event. But the reality is, is that we feel and we feel on so many different levels throughout our lives and throughout the experiences that we have. So your feelings don't make you soft. Next point that I want to give you all is that your man up. Right. We have this concept of man up, man up. You need to man up. Your man up can actually lead you to a breakdown. And I want to talk about this, right? When we take the man up approach, what happens a lot of times is that we aren't always addressing our pains, our traumas, and our emotions. Let's just keep it real. We're not. Because the concept of man up, I know for me, this was something that we got a lot playing sports when we were younger and even being in certain spaces around other men as we got older, right? The, the reality is, is that when we're told to man up, what we're actually doing in that moment, say, say, for example, you have a young son who uh, maybe he, he falls and it's a pretty gnarly fall and he cuts his scrapes his face or, you know, maybe like an accident happens or your your son experienced a moment of pain. The first thing that we typically would tell our young boys is, hey, stop all that crying, man up. And the reality is, is that in a moment where they could have been able to express and embrace emotion of what they were feeling we actually put them in a position to where they suppressed or they repressed those feelings temporarily and making room for them to lead to major issues later on. So this is important because a lot of times what we tend to have happen, whether we know it or not, is that in those moments where we tell them to man up, um, it, it, it might not show right away. But over an extended period of time, when we start to question like, man, why is it so hard for this man or my friend or my husband or whatever the case might be to open up or to maybe he does open up, but he opens up in a space of just sheer frustration, rage and anger. Right. Why isn't he able to do X, Y and Z? A lot of times it comes from those moments where when the opportunity to express those feelings in a more productive way were there in childhood or maybe in young adulthood, that suppression, it caused them to be muted. 
And in that muting, what you now have happened is an individual who, when the opportunity was given to them to be able to express that feeling and to learn it and to learn how to navigate it, they don't have that anymore, right? So your man up over a period of time can start to lead you to breaking down because the more that life hits you, the more that you get frustrated, the more that you have unfavorable experiences what tends to happen is that you aren't being productive and getting those things off your chest and it causes you to break down over the long haul. It causes you to have erratic behavior from time to time. You can become a womanizer. You can become abusive. You can become narcissistic. Like all of these things exist. So I need for you all to be able to start like literally Xing out that man up component, right? And in allowing men to have those moments to feel those feelings and express them. And a lot of this is going to come through this next point. You've got to let your ego go. You were lied to. Having feelings isn't feminine. You're hurting yourself by keeping that mindset, right? So I need for you all to let the ego go that doesn't allow you to embrace your feelings, that doesn't allow you to um, take time to just sit with your emotions and learn them and embrace them and be better with them, right? Even as a man, you deserve to be loved and appreciated, right? Whether through this, uh, you know, friendships, romantically, or in, in the family, you need love to thrive and to be healthy. And so with this being the case, like, please understand that your feelings do not make you soft. They don't make you less of a man. If anything, they make you more of a man because you're more in tune, right? I personally believe that men that can be in tune with their feelings and emotions and not just in tune, but actively productive within them are going to be some of the best and strongest men that you will find, right? Because they're solid when it comes to their security, but also too, they've become so, um, what's the word that I want to use? Um, capable to navigate a multitude of spaces, of conversations, of relationships, because of the fact that with them being in tune and productive in their emotions, it's allowing them to be better. Um, we, we have emotional intelligence and then we have relational intelligence. It's going to make you better in your relational intelligence, whether that relationship comes through the form of your everyday associates, your, the people you work with, your friends, your romantic partner, right? Your, your family um, groups that you lead, right? Men that are in tune with their emotions um, have a greater opportunity to be better when it comes to being a whole man that can help others, that can bring healing to others as well, right? So yes, you are a man. Um, you are, excuse me, you are more of a man for acknowledging your feelings and being productive to nurture them for a better overall mental health. A lot of times, guys, whether we know it or not, the feelings that we go through and the actions that come from those feelings, some of them can be avoided if we take the time to learn our emotions and our feelings ahead of time and not allow them to be pushed down over an extended period of time because this is the space where you're going to start finding yourself struggling more mentally. When you talk about, man, like I have these constant bouts of sadness and I don't know what to do. And because of that, I start flipping out. And here's the reality. Um, I used to do a lot of work in Chicago around, um, you know, anti-violence and gang violence and stuff. And so working with some of the psychologists um, through the space that I was working with, specifically at Ada S. McKinley, um, one of the things that I found out from working with some of the therapists there was that, you know, as we as we saw these young men um, in, in the gang violence and a lot of people think like, oh, man, like. 
They just don't care about life. They don't care about anybody, yada, yada, yada. When you understand the psychology of it, right? When you understand the mental health aspect of it, what we started to find through studies was that one of the actual greatest signs of depression doesn't actually come out through the form of sadness. It comes out through the form of anger and rage, right? And so what we started to find was that a lot of these young men, and I've always said this, right? Whether it's a school shooting or a black man going to shoot up a park or a white kid going to shoot up a movie theater or a college, at the end of the day, if this is where your mind is, mentally something is off, right? There are some mental issues that need to be discussed in that space and in that moment, which is why I always hated you know, black men being villainized more when it comes to the gang violence aspect. But of course, when little Timmy does it, it's because he had a rough upbringing, right? And his parents, you know, half a million dollar suburban home, whatever. But the point that I'm making is that it's an equal playing field when we talk about this and our men and their emotions, guys. So with that being said, understanding the gang violence piece, we started to see just how down in the hole these young black men in the city of Chicago were when it came to the violence, when it came to them, you know, taking each other's lives, when it came to it. A lot of this was stemmed from depression. And so I think that we've got to be able to make sure that we understand that, right? When it comes to our men in general, no matter where you are, no matter what background or ethnic group you come from culturally, it doesn't matter. At its core, when you start to look at yourself and be like, dang, like, why am I always coming through with the anger, right? Maybe it is the depression piece. Maybe it is the sadness. Maybe it is the sorrow. Maybe the anxiety, right? You talk about schizophrenia and bipolar disorder, all of these different components, right? They matter in the grand scheme of men and their emotions. Right. So I want to make sure that we know that that's my message for you all today. I would love to be able to break this down more. If this spoke to you, if you felt like this was helpful in any way, shape or form, let me know, because I would love to be able to um, man, just just have a greater conversation with it. And, and quick shout out to my brother, Chris McBride, who came on yesterday and gave us some more on this conversation. Um, I think it's important for us to have as men because we got to be able to master our emotions. And man, we got a lot of life circumstances and experiences that have led us to where we are, that we've got to be able to get off of our chest, off of our shoulders, out of our mind, and out of our heart. If this message spoke to you in any way today, do me a favor, make sure you share it, um, and, and follow me, let's stay in tune, Jr. on Instagram, Richard L. Taylor Jr. on Facebook and LinkedIn, and at TrulyTaylorMade on Twitter. Um, thank you all so much. Cal State University, Dominguez Hills, thank you all as well for the great conversation that was had today um, or as we close out Mental Health Awareness Month. Super excited for all of the things that are coming your way as well. As always, you're not losing a life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream.